Broadcasting live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. It's a dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And today, on Little Friday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. The Capitol Police and the D.C. Police and everybody who tried to keep the senators and congresspeople from getting killed. And in particular, that Officer Goodwin dude who uh, we've been talking about for a couple of weeks. He's the guy that led them up the stairs and uh, tricked them into going the wrong way. When they were just feet away from the entrance to where all the Congress people were. And then we saw the video yesterday of him sending Mitt Romney a different direction as Mitt Romney was about to run straight into the mob. And who knows oh what would have who knows what would have happened. Oh boy. Who knows what would have happened? Mitt, not super popular with the crazy crowd. Oh no. And those people were angry and crazy. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. Jeez, the more videos you see. Audio you hear and everything like that, that was a murderous crowd. The fact that nobody got murdered is amazing. It's amazing to me that there's anybody who still kind of uh, is looking to make excuses for that crowd. I don't care what you think or what you believe or who you voted for. You don't want to be associated with that. No, I don't mind people arguing that the particular article of impeachment... um, you know, Trump didn't incite a riot or political speech, didn't whatever, all that sort of stuff. That doesn't bother me. But um, if you're doing just a general blanket, that was a terrible thing. Like a really, really terrible thing that we should never put up with. Oh, my God. How could you not be on the right side of that? Right, right. Yep. And of course, you know, a lot of people think it was a terrible thing, but it was done. Not a lot of people. A small group of people, a small, loud group of people think it was Antifa or fake or actors or something, I guess. Okay. It wasn't. And it wasn't. No, but man, oh, man, oh, man. Yeah, we'll play some of the uh, the audio coming out from the Capitol Police that uh, was released yesterday. They, they Well, they knew they were in a fight for their lives, and that's because they were in a fight for their lives. A lot of them got injured. Anyway, yep. That's a rough one. You know, one of my favorite takes on all of this, and, and this is worth discussing because we can't have this. This is That was not the United States of America, but that's a point we've made many times. Uh, my favorite take on this is uh, part of mailbag, how it's all still about Trump, and there's very little coverage of what the Biden administration is doing. It sucked all the air out of the room. Yeah. Yeah, which could be on purpose. I have no idea. I have a feeling it is. At least it's an added benefit to doing what they're doing. They don't hate the fact that all the mainstream media is still just focused on the sins of Trump. That's the only story. You want any uh, difficult question, any probing questions, any traditional journalist questions at those White House briefings? It's got to be Steve Ducey from Fox News. He's the only one. Um. So uh, we'll talk more about that and play some of that audio because that's pretty darned interesting. But, you know, not not a lot more on impeachment, probably, because it is what it is. And still nobody is saying anything other than he'll be acquitted. So that's what that is. All the arguments have been heard. Move on with our lives. 
Uh, although I am kind of interested later today or tomorrow when uh, uh, Trump's lawyers uh, take over again, that first lawyer, to see if he bounces back any from his embarrassing performance on Tuesday. Uh, yeah, I think I, I can't not watch that. I'd call it a car wreck, but the terrifying things about car wrecks is that they happen very quickly and violently. That was more like a turtle wreck, like two <laughs> turtles running into each other. <laughs> So, uh, Mark Cuban, owner of the Dallas Mavericks and NBA team, announced that his team would not do the national anthem this season. He announced well, he, he that just, two days ago. He'd stopped doing it, I think, in November. Yeah, that was quietly. that was news yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah it, it had, they had 13 games, and it wasn't really noticed until the, a reporter dropped a story on it uh, yesterday or the yeah, day before, so or something they, like that. So, so that's, I think that's interesting on its own. So you eliminated the national anthem, and nobody noticed. Yeah, well, remember, they're playing in mostly empty stadiums at this point. Right, in fact, but you could have skipped the National Anthem Vise at a ballgame. I don't think I would have noticed. Probably not. No, which is, it seems funny to say because I've been to plenty of ball games and they uh-huh. all had the anthem, but you're chatting, you're, you're getting your, your hot dogs back to your seat, you're, you're having a beer, whatever, you're, you're checking out the opening lineup, and then all of a sudden, you know, the, the pitcher walks out to the mound. Yeah, I might not miss it, honestly. He got beat which up. Which is not to say I'm against it. He got beat up by a lot of people who thought it was unpatriotic that he's not doing the national anthem. He's making the argument that, you know, is often made that, well, why, why do we have to have it at an NBA game? Why don't you have it at your workplace before you start work? Especially um, as it's become, quote unquote, pay, uh, controversial. Yeah. And it's just yeah, almost a no win situation, but which um, is uh, the work of, of idiots and America haters and Marxists. But it is true. There is some controversy. Yeah, but there was just so enough pushback that the NBA told them, no, you got to. You're in our league and you have to have it. And last night, the Mavericks played the anthem at their game after the NBA said, you got to play the anthem. Yeah, the suspiciously named Mr. Cuban uh, (laughs) immediately agreed after reporting back to Moscow. Oh, so Mark Cuban doesn't Hmm. want America's national anthem playing. Hmm. Hmm. Surprising. Hmm. You can't Uh, see this, but they're both stroking their chins right now. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder what motor oil he uses. Perhaps Castro. Wow. Um... It's teamwork that makes the dream work. Let's introduce survey in the squad to get started with this dang show. We don't do a national anthem. Maybe we should. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, P&Ls. How are you this morning, Michael? I'm doing good. You know, I remember the national anthem. I went to my first, um, I mean, I just remember 1985, I went to my first NBA game with my dad. Cool. And as a kid, and I was, I don't know, maybe, let's see, I was 10 years old, and I just remember, okay, now you put That's a hand- knowable number, yes. You put your hand over your heart, and everybody stands up, and people would take off their hats, and it... I just remember as a kid, that was a big deal, you know, to be, wow, this is really yeah, cool. Yeah, true. This is really a big moment. True. Yeah, that's, that's, you know, now that you mentioned it, I had the same feeling. This is an important yeah. thing we're doing here. I remember as a kid being told, hey, remove your hat and thinking, oh, okay. This is a, this is a solemn deal. Okay. Got it. There's positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Yeah, just uh, doing very well. Just to piggyback on the anthem topic, I was, uh, what I learned from this story kind of being discussed about is that, other countries for their d- domestic sports don't do this. They're typically anthems are only for international competitions. Uh, and yeah, asshole countries or good countries, <laughs> all of them, like like uh, English soccer, like all the <laughs> all the other big international sports stuff. Their domestic um, events don't have anthem stuff. This is kind of an American thing. And I, you I, said s, not s hole. Yes, s hole countries. 
Yes. Yeah. No, Just uh, for so, the record. So it happened one time in the 1800s, but it really started in 1918 before a ball game while we were in World War One, which makes sense. I could see how when they played the national anthem before a game, we just sent our soldiers over to Europe, and everybody stood and cheered and thought it was a fantastic idea, and it caught on. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, the, well, yeah. You know, you get used to something and, mm-hmm. and, and then and then don't think about why it exists. Um, it, it doesn't make a ton of sense. And if you're not going to have it before, you know, you go out to a hit musical or a movie theater or, or whatever else you go yeah, to. Yeah, I don't think it needs to make sense, though. It, it arose in a period of war, as you say, then really caught on, you know, during a time when there was an existential threat to, to liberty, to the modern world from... The Nazis and then, the, well, the Axis powers, then the, the rise of the communists in the Cold War. It made sense to rally together on a regular basis. Um, I like times it. do change. Sure. I like it. I, I, I do like it. I like it a great deal. I think getting rid it's, of it. As long as they sing it quickly. Just don't <laughs> drag it out. <laughs> no, 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 no. I thought Eric Church and that woman the other day at the Super Bowl, they got through it at a pretty good pace. And he played some cool guitar, so I thought that was all right. That woman. They give women names these days. I don't know her name, though. Well, that's because of misogyny. I'd have to look it up, and that would take some Lady, lady, lady. Yeah, that lady. (laughs) Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. How did it already get to be Thursday, February 11th, the year 2021? We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, let's begin watching over the ramparts officially, according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go at Mark. We're still taking rock bottles. It's the flag and not a pole. Cruiser 50, the crowd is using munitions against us. They have their spray in the crowd. Their spray in the crowd. We've been painted. We've lost our lives. Yeah, there's one guy there at the Capitol yelling for, we need help, we need backup, we need help. And then uh, our guy sat on the way, and then again, he, a little bit later, he says, we need help, we need backup. He said, we're all, we're coming. Like, he's a little frustrated. I don't think he had any idea, probably. How mm-hmm. out of control it was. How would you? You think, okay, right. this is your usual little crowd control situation. We're on right. We're, we're hustle might be getting there. a little surly. No, sure. that was crazy. Yeah. They're attacking us with metal poles. Wow. And, and then the tapes you heard the day before where they're screaming, you, you uh, effing pigs and that sort of stuff at cops. Yeah. Well, what is the, what is the, what is that? Conservatives. Right. Come on. Right. Um, how does mailbag look? Oh, it's very nice. It's very good. Full of wisdom. Awesome. Wit. I look forward to that. Uh, text line is 415-295-KFTC. We hope to inform you. Armstrong and Getty. list every u.s state's least favorite state (laughs) oh i already love it it's pretty funny yeah yeah it's been one of the more amusing aspects of living all over this great country it is is. getting somewhere and having somebody casually mention he's stupid not as stupid as a missourian but stupid i'll like what (laughs) i will explain what i know to be true about people that most people don't know about themselves that i've learned from moving around Wisdom? Absolutely. Mailbag! And more of the news of the day, what's going on in the world, on the way. Yeah, yeah, plenty going on. Interesting new stuff from, is it the CDC or the, uh, yeah, the CDC on masks? 
Uh, first of all, your freedom-loving quote of the day from the great Supreme Court Justice and Scholar Learned Hand, who is uh, has one of my favorite names because both of his names are like other words. If you're good at guitar, do you have a learned hand? His uh, name is Learned Hand? Yeah. It's not his avatar name or something, though? Oh, no, he's an old-timey judge. They okay. didn't have avatars. Well, unless they had, like, a pen name. Anyway. Liberty lies in the hearts of men and women. When it dies there, no constitution, no law, no court can save it. Hmm. Ooh. Oh, my. You know one, which one really worries me? I can't remember. Was it Adams? He said this constitution is written for a moral and religious people. If the people cease to be that, it will no longer, you know, function. I can't file, I could find this specific quote, but that one worries me a little bit. Moving along to the correspondence proper. Thank you, writes uh, Al Anonymous. Well, let's crack. I was recently explaining to my 14-year-old daughter my anger that the word won't is a contraction of will not and how I felt passionately that it should be willant. <laughs> and I explained to her how this came about via your conversations about the words the word ament and how we don't use that but in, instead use I'm not. She looked at me and said, that's because we contract the words I and am into I'm, so we can't contract the words am and not into amant if we already contracted I and am. It was at this moment I realized she got her intelligence from her mother. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, uh, I, I would be happy to continue raising that girl if, uh, if, if you two ever, you know, God, uh, God forbid should go away, uh, cause she and I would bond very quickly. Have you ever heard anybody say amped? Or Ament, however you Ament. pronounce it. Uh, only on this show. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Similar William. thing with beeves as well. I've only yeah. really heard it the pl- in, of this show. The plural of beef. That is correct. <laughs> that is absolutely correct. Our refrigerator broke, and I had to put all the beeves in a cooler. Uh, I like William. it much better as, I've got several beeves with you people. True enough. True enough. <laughs> A frequent correspondent, William, writes, Joe, I just heard of the demise of Larry Flynn. Jack's here, too, William, but anyway. Uh, he was one year older than me. Anyone who's worn an American flag as a diaper deserves all of my contempt, and he has always had my contempt. I hope he is resting in hell. Wow, that's speaking ill of the dead. We Larry are... Flynn, you know, he wore an American flag at the, as a diaper, but he also uh, brought a lot more gynecological knowledge to Americans. He was a pornographer, one of the most famous pornographers in American history. And his, right. and his particular brand of pornography was particularly disgusting. It was explicit. Yeah, so I'm not a fan, really. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember it being disgusting. It's not like I was subscribed well, to his uh, publication, but it was. It was very frank. Yeah, you, you couldn't really make uh, the argument that like Playboy and others tried to make that it's art or you know lo- the beauty of the human body or yeah, anything. Yeah, I don't like believe that. he was making those claims. No, no, he was not. Well, he added the medical to art. <laughs> oh, jeez. I mean, he likes was... things brightly lit. Yeah, the, the, yeah. anyway, we should probably, yeah, that's enough said. In fact, that's We interviewed Larry Flynn a couple of times. Later, we'll talk about that. But mostly because of his whole free speech thing, and then they made the movie about it, and he, Woody Harrelson played him and all that sort of stuff. But yes. we'll, we'll talk about that later. He was really a, a fascinating advocate for the First Amendment. And a lurid, disgusting pornographer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Morally bankrupt in a lot of ways. Uh, Socrates writes, did not see that coming. Perhaps that's an avatar. Check the or email be, address. I don't think that's legit. Or it could be the ancient Greek. We don't know. 
Your discussion of Brett Weinstein and his wife on Bill Maher was excellent. However, you didn't mention uh, what's really noteworthy is that they were at the epicenter of the Evergreen State College fracas a few years ago, mm. which was a foreshadowing of our current woke mass delusion. Right. He was the professor refused to go along with the white people stay home day at Evergreen State College. Uh, he is, uh, which, well, I'll finish the sentence. It's a good one. Which caused riots and Maoist type actions by the student body, which made world headlines. And the utterly worthless waste of skin college uh, leadership there kowtowed to the Maoist students. Uh, caved in. It was terrible. Sickening. And let's see. How about this? Oh, this is uh, Justin from San Jose, who I mentioned earlier, indirectly. Trump's lawyers did. Uh, that's okay. Um, they mentioned that Nancy Pelosi held the article of impeachment for 11 days before delivering them to the Senate. If nothing else, it's great cover to keep the news coverage on Trump long after he's gone. Meanwhile, Nancy and company continue to push for more ridiculous policies and expenditures. I don't know if that was the primary purpose or a happy accident, but there's no question that that has been the effect. I mean, I I flip through media all day long. It's what I do for a living. And the impeachment is omnipresent on every single channel except Fox News. Who are covering it, by the way. Covering it quite thoroughly. Right. Um, we got more of the audio that they played yesterday in the impeachment of the Capitol Police, which is something. Uh, more fallout from Bruce Springsteen's drunk driving arrest. Jeep has dumped their ad campaign. i got to believe they had a big plans for that ad campaign. But we were going to come together in the middle. Well, he Now was, we don't get to. He was swerving across the middle to each lane, back and forth. <laughs> Stay work in out. the middle, you idiot. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Any interest in punishing China for not being truthful about COVID last year? What did Biden say there? Something about we're trying to get the facts or something? Uh, yes. When it comes yeah, to that, punishing yeah. China. Yeah, so Joe exactly. Biden and Xi Jinping had their first phone call yesterday, which is a pretty big deal to Joe's point about it's impeachment, it's impeachment, it's impeachment. The two most powerful countries in the world, their two leaders, uh, talked yesterday on the phone. The two, uh, the two countries... Um, the only two countries on the planet that could destroy the planet are are headed toward conflict, and everybody knows it, and the leaders talked on the phone yesterday, should be a bigger story, uh, probably, right? than, than uh, just the impeachment in general, since we all know how it's going to turn out. But um, So Joe Biden uh, pressed Chairman Xi on the whole uh, uh, keeping people in concentration camps and all that sort of stuff, which I was happy to see. And uh, stealing intellectual property from the United States, so I'm, I'm happy about all that. Which is what is interesting is what uh, you know the the Chinese leader said. His his uh, reason for getting on the phone was to say the U.S. should respect China's core interests and act with caution, right, and avoid now, conflict. So okay, and treat China as an equal was another key phrase. Now keep in mind that there's not a transcript of these calls per se. Each uh, side puts out their version of. What was said by whom? Unless you're Trump, then somebody leaks it so they can damage you. Right. Day one. Yeah, exactly. Day freaking one. Uh, also uh, on the China Watch, I found this very interesting. I'm going to read to you parts of this Wall Street Journal article about the investigation 
into how COVID got started and everything, because there are some kind of funny key phrases in here. And the Wall Street Journal is one of the few remaining publications of any sort that engages in traditional journalism. So they don't editorialize as they write like everybody else. But uh, about 90 people were hospitalized with COVID-19-like symptoms in central China in the two months before the disease was first identified officially in Wuhan in late uh, 2019, according to WHO investigators who said they pressed Beijing to allow further testing to determine whether the new virus was spreading earlier than previously known. Chinese authorities had performed some tests. They said they found no trace of infection by the virus, but members of the WHO team probing the pandemic's origin said uh, antibodies could have subsided to undetectable levels during the delay. The very long delay where China kept the world waiting a year to investigate the origin of these things. Team members said they urged China to conduct wider tests on blood samples collected in autumn 2019 around Hubei, the province that is home to Wuhan, uh, to look for evidence about when the virus was first circulating. Chinese authorities said they hadn't yet obtained necessary permissions to test samples, many of which are held in blood banks, WHO investigators said. Now, how funny is that? China says, uh, we got to get permission from the blood banks. You've got millions of people in concentration camps. Systematic rape and torture is used officially as government policy. But you, you, they just they, we emailed them twice and they haven't gotten back to us <laughs> after a year of delaying. Yeah, right. Come on. China's disclosures to the WHO raise questions about the possibility that COVID-19, which has killed more than 2.3 million people, was already in spreading in China as far back as October 2019, an earlier detection or uh, disclosure could have helped contain the outbreak before it became a global pandemic. Beijing says the first patient identified in China with the Chinese bat flu was December 8th. But the WHO, as weak and crooked as they appear, even they are saying, "Eh, I think it was earlier than that. Mm -hmm. How about those tests? Eh, We're still waiting for a call back from the blood bank. Okay. Lion liars, commie devils. Wow. How, uh, a couple million lives and they think worldwide $9 trillion so far. And that right. could have been snuffed out very quickly if uh, China had let the world in and been more honest. That's, that's a heck of a crime against the world. It is. It really is. And China is asshole. Because there are many dollars to be made in China. More and more American corporations are... Uh, letting Chinese tentacles creep into their business plans, and therefore they will be beholden to the communist Chinese. That bodes very poorly uh, for the, the wrestling match that's going to take place over the next century. It, it really worries me. You know, back in the day, whether it was the Nazis or the, uh, or the communists, uh, the Soviets, it's not like we were doing billions of dollars, tens of hundreds of billions of dollars of business with the Soviet Union. What are they going to sell us, defective tractors? Right. Uh, so there's no temptation to get in bed with Satan like there is now. Um, we, go, go ahead. ahead. I was, I was going to switch subjects. You got more on China? Well, no, actually, it's on the COVID. Uh, okay. Uh, da, 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 da. The CDC is out with a new study uh, talking about masks. CDC conducted experiments to assess two ways of improving the fit of medical procedure masks. Uh, long story short, it's the tightness of the fit around the edges. It's all about that. And they say, yeah, the wearing a cloth uh, mask over a medical procedure mask uh, does help. But, you know, 
It's all about, are you sucking air around the edges or are you sucking it through the mask? And I've got to admit, I'm usually sucking it around the edges. Sure. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. I think we all are. Yeah. Um, Which, so, and, and that's better than nothing. It protects other people from me if I'm an asymptomatic carrier or something like that, but it doesn't protect me nearly as much as if I'm sucking things through the filter. Huh. I got to start wearing my N95 masks that I, that I have some of. Um, I got my second COVID test yesterday, and I, I once again overfilled the spittle tube. Uh, not as bad as last time. Okay, progress. Progress, yeah, not as bad. It wasn't leaking onto my shoes and everything like that. You're but she like said, a walking, talking basset hound. But she said, that's too much. you got to get some out. So, like, stick the straw and put your thumb under over the top of the straw and pull it out. And I tried that, and that didn't work. And she was getting frustrated. Try, try turning it sideways. See if you can pour some. Here, let me have it. You know, she spits a lot. Everybody else is in and out of that thing in like 30 seconds, and I'm standing there with slobber all over me. I don't know. Speaking moistly. It's a tiny little tube. It barely takes anything to fill it up. I hope I get better at it, as I'm going to try to test myself twice a week like they're wanting in my town. Better spit management. Yeah, that's what I Work need. Work on it. Yeah, but I got my te- I got my result back already within a couple of hours, and I'm, I'm still clear, so there you go. Excellent. Um, Bruce Springsteen uh, blew a .02. I don't know if you know much about uh, drinking and driving, but that ain't much. Oh, wait a minute. Even in New Jersey, some states are still point one, I think, but even in New Jersey, it's point oh eight. He's point oh two, which is a quarter of the legal limit. Now, we've we've done a lot of different drunk driving things with highway patrolmen over the years, and they, they will make it clear to you that if you're driving recklessly and you've had anything to drink, you can be hit with a driving under the influence. It doesn't. Right. You don't have to reach the legal limit. Yeah, but he was in. I don't know the details of this, but he was in um, a national recreation area. I'm thinking he was driving some sort of truck or jeep in a fun manner in a national recreation area. Having Can't have had, fun in a recreation area. Having had like a beer, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. It sounds to me like he just did something the cops didn't like and. Uh, made him blow in the tube, and if you have any alcohol in your system, they can claim you're impaired. Because when I, I heard it was a national recreation area, I thought, okay, was he like pulling his boat out of the water to go back over to the campground and he'd been drinking beer? <laughs> I mean, that that happens a lot. I'm not saying it's a good idea, but um, it's not the same as going down, you know, the interstate at 80 miles an hour, hammered yeah, out of your mind. They're not the same thing. Close I would like to know the particulars. And- yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the same thing. Yeah, one for the road. Who wants to run for the road? No, it's uh, uh, that's that's weak. I mean, I'm annoyed with Bruce for several reasons, but uh, yeah, the the jeep firing him because of that seems a little. I don't know. What 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 did he do though? Is it possible the great Bruce Springsteen is such a lightweight that he was hammered, blowing an O two? Is it possible he got mouthy with the cops? Probably not. Hmm. He could have pulled a Do you know who I am? I don't know. Did you guys see Tipsy Brady yesterday? Yeah, I did. Tom Brady. <laughs> Coming off the, the Super Bowl boat celebration. Just read about it. How, he, how often does he drink, speaking of lightweights? I bet it's an annual occurrence. Yeah, like, maybe like, just that day every year. <laughs> after a Super Bowl, which is every year, right. he, uh, he drinks one time. And then he has he, a Coors Light. And then, yeah, so there was video of him uh, being wobbly-legged as he walked, and then he tweeted out something like, I had a couple of tequilas, get over it, or something like that. <laughs> Nothing to see here. <laughs> I like him more than I did. <laughs> he threw the Super Bowl trophy from his boat to Gronk on another boat. That was fun. Yeah. Some people thought that was un- not cool. And what, what about the sanctity of the game? <laughs> it's fine. If he can't do it, you know, what? what's the dang thing for? 
Did Gronk spike it? <laughs> no, no, he did not. Okay. Broke it over his head. Gronk break trophy. <laughs> ah. <laughs> um. American corporations are such panty wastes these days. Oh, yeah. They're either, you know, tongue-kissing Chairman Xi, or, or they're, you know, firing people like that. That big beefy gal from The Mandalorian got fired. She said some stuff online that was fairly dumb. But, you know, as we discussed the other day, Nick Cannon continues to be employed, and he's just a flat freaking racist. What did uh, the big gal from Mandalorian do to get fired? I can, she, I can lay out the specific She verbiage. tweeted some things? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the sort of thing. And and the, the habit of the media is to characterize them. She tweeted racist and anti-Semitic uh, words. No, no, no. How about you tell me what she said, and I'll be the judge of whether it's uh, anti-Semitic or racist or what have you. Okay, so we'll get to that later. Um, When I said that uh the phone call between Joe Biden and the leader of China was a bigger deal than impeachment, um, I do believe that's true. It's not, Um, I don't mean that, the storming of the Capitol and that audio and video we've seen the last couple of days is not a big deal. That is a very big deal. That is uh, oh, yeah. unprecedented in U.S. history. That is a huge deal. But since we know the result of the political action that is impeachment, you know, I don't think that's a very big deal. And we'll, well play. And historically, I mean, ask people in 150 years what's more important, China's uh, China and the U.S. wrestling at the beginning of the 21st century or the second impeachment of that uh, real estate guy? When we know how it's going to turn out. Uh, But the audio is something, and we'll play some of that for you on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So that's audio. Oof. That's audio they played yesterday at the uh, impeachment of Donald Trump. Some of the audio and video that uh, they laid out had never been seen or heard before. Some of it you had seen before, but every time I see it, it's just as shocking. Um, that was rioters going through the Capitol building looking for Nancy Pelosi, it would seem. Uh, some of the stuff that we hadn't heard before was between Capitol Police officers when they're talking on the radios as the riot had begun and they're asking for help and blah, blah, blah. Here's some of it. They're throwing metal poles at us. Cruiser 50, give me DSO up here now. DSO. Multiple law enforcement entries. DSO, get up there. All right, we're 30 seconds out. Yeah, we need some reinforcements up here now. They're starting to pull the gates down. They're throwing metal poles at us. Cruiser 50, DSO, get up here! Okay, we're here. 12 to 50, we're here. Oh, you got an explosion going on up here. I know there's fireworks or what, but they're starting to explode explosive. Fireworks material. Uh, oh, throwing, boy, throwing fireworks, uh, yelling about bear spray. They're throwing metal poles at us. Um, do we have the one where the guy's calling for backup and they said they're on their way? Do we have another one of those? And he said, we're 30 seconds away, we're, we're right here. Yeah, I must have heard a different one yesterday. Um, they're, uh, you know, they're scary, man. They are for real scary. That was a terrible, terrible situation with some really scary people. I don't, you know, 
Uh, front of the San Francisco Chronicle today says, I'll read what they wrote. Um, Stand by for the, the front would, page of the Chronicle. They would have killed her. That's uh, one House member saying, a House member from a Democrat from the Virgin Islands. The Virgin Islands has a House member? They have a, uh, I think they're a non-voting member. So they're not one of the 435 that vote, but. Correct. So one of the House managers is not a voting member. Anyway, uh, she said, we know the rioters themselves, if they had found Speaker Pelosi, they would have killed her. I think that's true. It's I, certainly possible. I know a lot of people who, uh, who are, uh, you know, trying to figure out the timeline of what AOC was saying last week. And I don't, you know, I still don't completely understand what she thought was happening, where she was, and everything like that. But I think if that crowd had found her, they would have killed her. Or well, she's 80 years her. old. No, I was so... talking about AOC. Last oh, week. AOC, sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, Nancy Pelosi, I think they'd have killed her. I think AOC, would, they'd have killed her. Or certainly badly hurt her if they'd mm-hmm. have found her. It's, it's not at all unrealistic for her to think her life was in danger with that crowd. If you right. watch that fight. I mean, look at the way they're going after the cops. And in theory, they like cops. They hate AOC and Nancy Pelosi and and, uh, and Mike Pence. Right, right. So that's an interesting thing you say, and I, I totally get what you mean about you'd think they'd like cops. They're pro-Trump. What are they, conservatives? Because that's, you know, the liberal media is trying to portray it that way. It, but it's an interesting mix of causes and effects and different groups of people to me. I would say if I was uh, the head of the commission uh, investigating this and trying to prevent it in the future, I guarantee a huge aspect of what we would advise is you have to have voting systems that people trust, that are reliable, that are not blanketing America with mail-in ballots and then just accepting everything that comes back. Because that's not an excuse. It's not. An, it's it's barely even an explanation. You have a variety of sorts of people. You have angry goons who just want to perpetrate violence. And it's known world round, worldwide. They tend to attach themselves to militant movements because it's an excuse for violence. You see it in militant Islam. You see it in Antifa. You see it in some of the white right-wing groups. Um, and if you get enough people mad enough to think, yeah, they have a point, I'm going to join with the violent lunatics, then you get a crowd you can't control. So, yeah, you, you know, if you listen to MSNBC, they want everybody from the Proud Boys to the Boy Scouts uh, surveilled 24-7 to keep an eye on the dangerous, dangerous conservatives. But they say nothing about the popular anger over the way the election was run. You have to address it all. Or this is going to happen again. Or something like it. Uh, Have you heard the audio? We should get this. Um, This is a damning moment in uh, in the trial yesterday. There is audio of one of the rioters with a bullhorn talking to the other rioters in the middle of the melee, while the violence is going on, yelling, the president has just tweeted, Mike Pence is a coward. He's actually reading Trump's tweet to fire people up. During during the riot. The violence. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, that's pretty rough. Well, in Fox News, uh, you know, really everybody was reporting yesterday that everybody from, uh, from uh, why can I never remember her name, Bladunka, uh, to Jared Kushner. Ivanka, um, yeah. Ivanka, that's right. Um, everybody from Ivanka to Jared to uh, Lindsey Graham to uh, Bill Barr and others were calling the president, blowing up the phone, saying, put out a video, put out a tweet, telling the people, get out of the Capitol. And he wouldn't do it. 
Chris Christie said he just kept trying to call him. Anybody who had his personal number was trying to call him. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's, I don't care what you think of Trump. My feelings are mixed. A lot of people's feelings are mixed. I can't defend that, and I haven't heard anybody defend that. I mean, some of you people are way out there saying it wasn't Trump supporters, it was Antifa. All right, then explain to me why Trump wouldn't say Antifa is attacking the Capitol, let's get them. Come on now. Come on. Yeah. I vowed I wasn't going to respond to the outer 2% of the discussion anymore. It's yeah. just too tiring. It's like reading Twitter comments. Uh, I'm going to try not to, but um, in, uh, in, in, unless something changes drastically, and it won't, um, uh, he'll be acquitted on what he's specifically being charged with, and then you know things will go on. But we got to find ways to not ever have that happen again. That could have been so much worse. Oh, my God. Speaker of the House assassinated in the mm. Capitol could have happened. Yeah, yeah. Imagine and, what that would do. And what's really frustrating to me is somebody who was really frustrated with the wild and woolly, willy-nilly voting systems was now guys like me are, are, are tied or are painted as being part of the mob. Conspiracy theorists, violent lunatics. No, no, no. I just want dependable voting systems, secure voting systems. Speaking uh, of things I want, Michael, I have a very special musical request for next hour. All right? I want you to be prepared. A special musical request? Yes, indeed. Okay. I demand a certain song be played. I did. I demand this annually. Fantastic. Oh, we'll do that. Um, that guy that got fired from the New York Times over the N bomb is worth talking about some more. It's really interesting. All kinds of stuff on the way. Armstrong and Getty.